Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, can't find nothing on the radio. Yo, turn to that station. Radio you can touch. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. We'll talk a lot today as soon Why? as Jeff is capable. I have to go to the bathroom. Jeff Lutz. Well, you're not making any sense. Oh. Wait, that's true. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello again, everyone. It is a Wednesday, and here we are, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, co-hosting. Max Power, producing and engineering, 869-1240. The hotline, which you can call to get in with us today. How you doing today, Jeff? Oh, I'm... That's about how I'm doing. Really dropping your uh, stuff one, all over the place. I'm just wonderful. Well, you got to be prepared before we start the show. I'm prepared. I just don't use the headset, and it fell off the thing. So what you are know, you gonna what, do? What broadcaster doesn't have his headset on? Well, if our volume wasn't turned up to a trillion, then you, know, uh, you can you can handle that. Yeah, and the last time I did, turn it back up. No, you that's, can handle it for your individual headset. That's not true. That's absolutely true. Right back here. Which one? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's something you need to experiment with with Max. I did, and it turned down both of ours. Before the show. Uh, that's why we pay Max. Are, I know I'm going to go deaf. My hearing already isn't great. You must be deaf. Why do if, you say that? If you need that much volume. Cause I it, love volume. It blows my eardrums out. I love volume. I love uh, closed captioning. Uh, the, whole, the whole thing. Uh, it, bring it to me. Be as loud as you can. Does if you're going to be show? loud, why do you need closed captioning? Well, I, I, I like closed captioning. Why? Because I don't want to blare my wife out of the room. But for me, it's a beautiful thing. Is she? Is her still hearing still up to standard? Impeccable. Yeah. Maybe you should learn. Maybe you should go to a doctor. See if you can get some restored. I gotta, like, I haven't been to enough doctors. Uh, give me a break. For that one. Give me a break, would you? I mean, I'll Can put I get a moment. Talk right now. It's so loud. It's uncomfortable. But uh, otherwise, I'm doing great. Yeah. Good for you. You? Here's what we have for you today on the show. C.J. Moore, college basketball writer from The Athletic, will join us at 225. Uh, we, we'd hope to get C.J. on yesterday, but he was not available. So... He's going to be here today. We're going to preview the Big 12 
uh, a night after the Big 12 conference season started with a huge Iowa State win at home against the, the uh, previously unbeaten Houston Cougars. Is that the first night of the season? K-State Central Florida was last night? No, I guess not. I didn't know. I mean, it seems like it wasn't. But it, it was the first big night. I wasn't How trying to. That? I honestly wasn't trying to correct. Uh, okay, you beat TCU. So I yeah. again, don't don't. Here's what I don't well, the like about big night. Uh, when people do subtle little. What did I just say? You're 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 an uninformed moron. You might as well just say that. I would if I was thinking it, uh, but I wasn't. Instead of these subtle little jabs. So I, you know, I don't I really appreciate. Had, it. I really, you know, the days are running together. I don't know what real day it is ever. Um, now I forgot what I was going to look up here. Something about the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, I remember now. Probably the scores from last night. I remember now. No more undefeated. I want to talk a little bit about uh, that Iowa State game, if if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, but hold on, I got to find where I'm going. Uh, yesterday we watched uh, most of the second half although i had a problem last night logging into hulu now that iowa state houston wasn't on hulu of course the k-state uh was espn plus but you got to get into hulu not necessarily uh, to get the espn plus and for some reason i got a blank screen on hulu last night so i called hulu they actually have people Okay, I'm and interested to hear got this. a very nice young man who guided me through the process. It took about 20 minutes. This was today or yesterday? Yesterday, last night. It was complex, and it was difficult to navigate. You know, when you're trying to listen to instructions. And do the uh, thing at the same time. Yeah, and a lot of the instructions didn't work, but eventually we found the way uh, to get in and uh, I was on Hulu. Again. So this wasn't this was an actual like problem that people have and can be solved. It wasn't just user error as I would expect it to be. No, it was not u- user error. Okay, uh, it was a difficult process, but we made it work, and that guy did a great job, and I uh, I appreciated it, and I stayed on on the line for the post call evaluation, and gave him. Five stars throughout. Five stars. Good for him. Love the excellent. Kid. I hope he gets a raise for that. He helped me out. Now, Iowa State won that game, and uh, I had not seen much of Iowa State. I don't think I'd seen any of Iowa State for some reason. Uh, but they got a freshman named Milan Mamsilovic. Have All you right. heard of him? Nope. He made the uh, winning shot, the shot that put them ahead, uh, in the in the closing moments of that game. Uh, and I'm going to say this. You're oh, going to no. think I'm crazy. You oh, love no. it when I go out on this these. Hyperbole. You love it, don't you? Do you have here's, to say this? Yeah, I do. And here's why. Why? Because when things strike me, I want to say it. Now, I'm not comparing this guy to the player I'm about to mention. Yeah, you are. I'm not at all. I'm not saying he's going to be that player. I'm not saying that. Uh, but he reminded me the, of Wilt Chamberlain. No, he's 6'8". Uh, he's just a freshman, true freshman. He's uh, out of uh, Wisconsin, Pewaukee, not Milwaukee, Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and the shot he made and the game he played reminded me. Oh, I can't wait for of Larry Bird. 
Oh, I wasn't especially, far off. Especially that shot. I'm going to ask CJ more about it because I like talking to inform people. That's and great. I, and with you on the show, no offense, you're the AJ Hawk of this show except why, you talk. Why would one want to uh, become informed based on your opinion? But, but I want to ask him what his opinion is. Okay. That, that play and that moment when they needed it the most, the, the game was tied. Uh, it was off an inbounds play. He had a double team come to him. He's on the baseline. He has the ball. He's got the shorter defender in front of him, and the taller defender comes uh, from the wing down to double team him. And he turns away from the taller defender and makes a jump shot from about 16, 17 feet, and it was a thing of artistic beauty. It was just beautiful. And you don't see those things that often. What if he had missed it? Just I saying. don't know. He had a good game. He didn't. Nobody tore it up offensively. But I could tell this guy's got it. Uh, he's a really good-looking young player. And Iowa State trusted him to take the most important shot of the night. And so I was impressed with him, and I look forward to watching more of him. I've kind of cast my lot with him. Well, you have now. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Why does this bother you so much? It doesn't much? bother me. Man, but no, no. no. You, Give me an honest answer. For someone. If you were. You know what? You, you know what related, I really. If you weren't related to me, would you listen to me? No, that would drive me insane. But I will say so this. You're telling everybody out there who's not related to me that you must be insane to listen to this man. No, it would drive me insane. These comparisons because. You just showed me. You just showed. First of all, I didn't compare him. You I just said he reminded let me. Finish. Me let me finish. You just showed me, and you just showed the world with the description of the play that you have the capability to put things into words. You are a well, columnist, and do, saying do you think I'm just now showing you that. I'm no. I'm saying you've displayed that immediately after uh, this nice description of the play. You got me thinking of it. It's very uh, picturesque. You know what I'm saying? I can see it in my in my mind. Oh, Houston, he's Larry Bird. Houston's arguably the best defensive team in the country. They came out of that timeout understanding that if Momsilovic got the ball, they were immediately going to drop down with the double team from the wing. Uh, they did. He didn't look to pass. He performed. Uh, that was... That's one of the best moments I've seen in a basketball game in a while. That just that that ability to recognize the defense, turn away from it, uh, get a shot off over a smaller defender instead of trying to deal with the larger defender who's coming at you. That kind of aptitude in basketball impresses me, and that's what reminded me of Larry Bird, because Larry Bird would have done the same thing. You got this guy's stats in front of you? What are you? 13.3 points per game, shooting almost 49% from the field, a 92% free throw shooter. Uh, still things to develop in his game, 42% from the three-point line. Top 50 recruit, so he's got a pedigree. Four-star guy. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, like I said, it's the first time I've really seen him. And uh, I've been wanting to talk about him 
right now in the opening segment of a Wichita radio show. I've been wanting to talk about him since I saw that play. Been itching for it. Well, can't get it out of my mind. You did. You did a good job after the Larry Bird thing. No, and I'm that not s- reminded. I'm. You're not listening. No, I am. That play and his ability to handle that and not look to pass and not look to dribble out of it and get into more trouble, just to spin away from the taller defender to find this shot and make that shot was as big time as it gets. That's as big time as it gets. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, why do you? Why do? You, why are you like this, Jeff? What do you, what do you I mean? I can talk to any other person about basketball and mention that, and if they'd seen it, which you never see anything. I see stuff. Uh, it would have been nice for you to say, "Hey, before we get on today, you know, I need you to to look at that." No, uh, I, I, I want to drop these things on you. All right. Well, that's fine. Now I'm now I'm looking it up. Well, I don't know why you have to look it up. Just beautiful trust me. shot. You just saw it. Yeah. What's your what? What went through your mind when you saw it? That's a that's an NBA like play. Exactly. The guy with confidence. Right. A true freshman playing in against the number one team in the country, unbeaten, in Hilton, where the crowd is nuts. A tie game. The final moments. Makes a shot, creates a shot. Didn't ma- just make a shot. He created a shot against a double team. How many players can do that? How many seniors can do that? How many guys in the NBA can do that? A lot. but Not that's... really. Not yeah. really. There's no double teaming in the NBA. Or very little. Not usually. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, an impressive shot. I'm glad you I helped like me. I like that kid, and if you haven't seen him, you definitely should. Three straight Wisconsin state championships he was part of. I'm uh, I'm into him, and we'll certainly talk uh, talk to CJ more about him when when he joins the show. Uh, also, Mike Furches will be on at 2:45. We'll talk some pop culture. The SAG Award nominations are out. Screen Actors Guild. Mike and I care about that kind of stuff. We That's know exciting. you don't. We know I, you don't. And at 325 today, I've... Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News, as we uh, catch up on hot stove baseball talk with Ryan Fagan, our insider when it comes to Major League Baseball. What do you have? I've discovered that uh, probably I feel the way about music that you feel about movies, except I'm not... I mean, you know, I mainstream isn't necessarily where I'm looking for my music. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about award stuff, but I want to find new music all the time. I'm looking for new music. I'm excited when I find a song that I enjoy. So that's where I'm at. It's not the movies, not really the TV for me. Uh, I like finding good music. Yawn. That's, that's all fine. I got for you. Why is that a there yawn? There is very little good new good music. That's just not true. Name one artist that you find to be captivating uh, at this stage of your life. Well, hard to say captivating, but I've heard several songs by the group and pretty much like them all. band called the Dirty Govnas. The Dirty Govnas. Yeah. Well, there you go. You should listen to them. We'll get them on the show. I'll try. I said we'll get them on the show. 
I thought you said, well, get them on the show. I'll get it done. All right. There's six of them, so. Well, we'll get the leader on. I'll have to get one guy. Have they been to Wichita? I don't think so. They're out of, I believe, Tennessee. They're in Nashville based. Country band? Kind of a country soul. Sounds like a country band to me. They can be. It's not necessary. It's fine. I got nothing against the country band, but they're uh, not really necessary. I wouldn't yeah, call them. It's that. a country. Do they have a Do they have a banjo in the mix? No. You sure about I that? I don't think so. Slide guitar. Every band has a slide guitar. <laughs> well, we'll see. We're we'll talking go. about steel guitar. It's uh, Max has a little dirty governors for us. Let's see what he's it. gonna play. I was just listening to this song. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I, I mean, I'd check I mean, it out. I wouldn't walk, I wouldn't walk across the street to see him, but hear him. But check him out. Just listen to a few I'll songs. I'll look into it. Thank you. I'll see what they got. The problem is songs don't get enough airplay or mention, or you don't know where to go to hear Spotify. I don't have Spotify. You don't have Spotify? Uh, it's on my phone, but I don't think I've activated it. I, and you I, don't have a. I got nineteen different things I'm paying for. Well, if you get and, a, and I'll need you to come over at some point and con- consolidate this. Uh, what am I going to do? I don't know. You're going to help me figure out what I'm paying for. I got some kind of music. I got this thing, yeah. A-L-E-X-A. Uh, that's part of Spotify Amazon. premium membership. You, Isn't that I mean, part of Amazon music? I think so. Well, I got that, I think. No, that's not the same. Spotify is the way to go. Even better than Apple Music, in my opinion. And we'll figure it out. I don't know if I'll figure it out, but we'll try. Anyway, we'll talk to Mike Furches about uh, the SAG nominations. The Oscar nominations come out later in the month, which doesn't mean anything to you. But as I said yesterday, doesn't mean anything to me. I'm back into movies. It's not that it doesn't mean anything to me. I just it doesn't do anything for me. Is that different? Look at all that. Look at those uh, that number of movies I have written down that uh, my wife and I need to get to. Well, you better start. This award season is here. Next up is American Fiction. Uh, no, Anatomy of the Fall. Uh, so uh, we got about ten Never more. Never heard of it. Well, these are movies that are being mentioned prominently as award. Who are who are the big stars these days? I know the big, big stars, but who's I, someone I might see host Saturday Night Live for the first time? Or, uh, you know what I'm saying? Who's, I mean, who's listen, a star? A lot of these movies nowadays are foreign films with foreign actors. So I don't know. I don't know who you enjoy see. foreign films. Well, we we absolutely love past lives. Uh, yeah, so you get the closed captioning. You get the subtitles. That helps you. Well, they spoke a lot of English in that movie. Yeah, again, here I am talking about something with you that you don't have. Well, you just said a, it was a, a foreign film. Wait for Mike Furches to come on. Don't try to don't try to fill that void. Mike Furches is our cult, pop culture guy. Hey, I guess. Well, I love talking to him. I enjoy talking to him, but. You know, we'll see how many. You know of these, he's listening. How right many now. of these movies he has you seen? You know he's listening. I'm only say it. Say it to Mike. I will. I'll what ask said him. To me. I'll ask him what, how many. What you've said to me. Why don't we have him on, Dad? <laughs> Go ahead. Do I ever address you as Dad? <laughs> I guess I do. Yeah, you do. Of course you hey, do. Hey, Dad. Dad. I don't Come remember here. the last time you said, "Hey, Dad." 
So I'm saying, you usually address me as dad to other people. My dad. My dad. My, my dad. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't usually even acknowledge me with a salutation. Well, do you say, hey, son? I say, hey, Jeff. No, you don't. You yeah, say, I do. Say, hey. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Bob. How's it going today, Jeff? Good, Dad. That's what Thanks. I do. That's what I do. Very All right. Pleasant. We have uh, reached the time for a break. We'll come back and talk college basketball, specifically Big 12. And uh, we'll get uh, C.J. Moore's thoughts on the, the Iowa State freshman who's taken up a lot of the air in this first segment. Back in a minute with C.J. Moore from The Athletic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Here is C.J. Moore from The Athletic. He is a college basketball writer and I dare say an expert. How you doing, C.J.? Dare you say. I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, so my son and I, as we frequently do, uh, have debates in our opening segment. I watched a good chunk last night of Iowa State Houston. I bet you did as well. Iowa State yep. pulling off uh, the upset, and I hadn't seen them play uh, this year that I'm aware of, and I was very impressed by their true freshman, Milan Mamsilovic, who uh -huh. made the game-winning shot 
and has had a very good year. And I and I told my son that that particular shot and play looked a lot like Larry Bird. Am I nuts? Yeah, that's 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 a that's a good call. You know, uh, I think Frame was bringing up some Dirk throughout the uh, the telecast, but that that high release and uh, spinning baseline. Um, I recall seeing some some Larry Bird doing that. So, um, yeah, that's a good call. That was a that was a great shot and uh, and great awareness because you know um, some kind of like inside nerdy basketball. <clears throat> Houston monsters the post. They double team the post every time, and so they always come. If you're, you know, if you're on that left block, they're going to come at your left shoulder. The double team is, and he knew he had the the short guy behind him. Um, I think Jamal Shed was was guarding him. So um, if he spinned to his left shoulder, he screwed. But spinning to his right shoulder, he had the little guy on him. So it was a really really smart basketball play to spin that way, and what a shot! But in spinning the way he spun, it made the shot more difficult. But he made it anyway. No, I, th- I think it made it easier c- c- because he had a big guy come in the other other direction. I mean, the angle of that shot is really tough, but I think if he spins to his left shoulder, there's no way he gets it off. This is how my relationships always go. They're great, and then we have a disagreement, and they disintegrate. <laughs> We're done. So We're through. You. <laughs> so, CJ, can you tell us more about Momsilovich? I know he's a, a top 50 recruit. Obviously, uh, you know, he's having a really good year at Iowa State. Is this a one-and-done type guy, or no, what's his no, uh, no, kind of immediate so. ceiling? Um, you know, I think he's going to be a really, really, really good college basketball player. I saw him um, play on the grassroots circuit. Um, I'm pretty sure he was on the Nike circuit. I saw him play in Kansas City a couple of years ago. And um, just a really good, like, stretch four guy. Um, that can really, really shoot it, has a good feel. And, um, I mean, I think he's going to be a guy that's, that's around at Iowa State for a while, and Big 12 fans probably grow to hate because he's so good. C.J. Moore with us uh, from the Athletic College Basketball Writer. Uh, so assess the Big 12 for us. It's been extremely interesting here in the, here in the early going of conference play. Baylor handles BYU last night at home. Texas goes on the road and beats a Cincinnati team that looks to be better than anticipated. What what are your thoughts uh-huh. so far on this conference? Just that it's it's ridiculously deep, just like we thought it would be. But but I think there's a couple teams, um, BYU in particular, even though they're zero and two now, that's better than anybody anticipated. And um, you know I think another among that group is Oklahoma's way better than anybody anticipated in Cincinnati. You know, I mentioned is probably better than people thought. So, um, you know, after tonight, I, I, I would bet that, you know, Oklahoma is going on the road, I believe at TCU tonight. And uh, let, let's say they lose that game. Let's, you know, let's assume Kansas wins at central Florida because central Florida is like the worst team in the league, but it is on the road. Who knows? But if Oklahoma loses tonight, you only have four, two and O teams. Like how, how crazy is that? Um, so I just think they're all going to beat up on each other. Um, you know, I think the the league winner probably has maybe at least five losses. Um, it's it's going to be be fun because I because I, I think the the league is is st- what's been so good about it these last few years. Why metrically it's been so so good is because top to bottom, even the bottom teams are are competitive. And you're going to have Central Florida is probably going to be pretty bad, and I, I think West Virginia's going to be fairly bad, although when they get Jesse Edwards back, they could be sneaky in a couple games. And, um, you know, Oklahoma State even played with, with Baylor the other day. You know, they're not that bad. So, 
Um, I just think you're going to have, you know, nine, ten teams that have, you know, an argument to make the NSA tournament. So it's it's as deep as it's ever been with adding those teams in. So I thought before the season that K-State was kind of sneaky. They weren't getting a lot of, like, top 25 love. I know they were on the national radar because of what they did last year, but and then they lose Glover and, and Tomlin. What do you think they could have been with those guys, and who do you think – maybe a player or two on that roster is now that uh, kind of has to develop into a guy or the guy with, within the next one or two years? Well, I think that losing Tomlin really hurt him. Um, you know, I, I don't know. The Glover, um, I'm not, I wasn't as high on coming to the year. He's, he's a guy who doesn't shoot it that well. And um, I think he would have helped him. He was a really, you know, pretty good defender, pretty fast. But he, he's not the, like, true point guard they really needed. <clears throat> you know, I think the rest of the season, their big three, Cam Carter, Tyler Perry, and Arthur Kaluma are really, really important. Like, those three guys are going to have to play well for them to have a chance um, to win games. I think their their 2-0 start is a little bit of a tease because they've played the worst two teams. Um, you know, if I had to to predict the, the conference standings right now, I would probably have K-State in, like, that bottom four to five group. Um, I think it's you know they've they've got a lot of work to do to try to make the SA tournament this this year. I think it's going to be tough because you know when you get a when you have a league record that's um, not around 500, it's always hard. And uh, I'm not saying K State's a bad team. I just think the league is so deep and other rosters are are better than theirs. And and losing Tomlin was was a real um, was a was a big big loss for them. So um, you know they're off to a nice start. They've got a couple decent wins: the, the Nova win, the Providence win. Those are good wins. It'll it'll age you know fairly well. But um, it, it's I, I just you know their outlook is is maybe a little bleaker than than you you would have even thought it was in the preseason because you know nobody could have anticipated they'd lose Tomlin. Talking now with C.J. Moore, college basketball writer for the Athletic. Uh, we didn't mention Texas Tech when we talked about teams that may be overachieving. Uh, at least yeah, in the I early going, it looks like they might be. How good a coach is Grant McCaslin? And I love the way I, I'm, I'm kind of drawn to him because of the dues he's paid uh, mm-hmm. to get to this job. It's just a, a really good story. Yeah, and if you go back in the athletic about a month and a half ago, I, I, I did a big profile on him. And um, so I got to spend some time with him this preseason. Um, was with him on their for their exhibition game against Texas A&M. I think he's a really, really, really bright coach. Great defensive coach, um, and has really um, improved through the years as an, as an offensive mind. He's leaned a lot on um, Ben McCollum in Northwest Missouri, who he um, you know tried to hire to be an assistant this year for, for him. I, I think that um, you know that's a guy he's leaned on and and, and really. Um, expanded how good of offensive coach he is, but he's a guy that, that motivates people really, really well. And uh, I, I think Texas Tech made a really, really smart hire in, in getting him. Like you said, he's paid his dues. He's won at every level. He's won at JUCO. He's won at D2. He's won at the low major. He's won at the mid-major level and, and you know, off to a pretty good start here at the high major level. They're, defensively, they're not as good as his other teams have been at North Texas, but, but offensively, they really spread it and, and shoot a lot of threes, and they're, they're pretty fun to watch. Is there any surprise uh, for you from what uh, Cincinnati has done early on, beating BYU on the road, lost only by one at home to Texas? Uh, what do you think uh, – how quickly do you think they could become nationally relevant again? I, I 
it just you know the next couple of years are going to be big for them. But but they've got some um, some really nice young players. Jizzle James, um, who's the son of Edron James, the old Colts, Colts running back. He was awesome in that BYU game, and he's just a freshman. Um, he's going to be really, really good. And in and, and, and other news, after my, after watching him play, my son decided he wanted his name to be Sizzle Jizzle. So <laughs> I, thanks, thanks, Edrin, for that. But, um, no, I, I, I thought they had a chance because they had two really sneaky transfer additions, two of the guys I really liked in the portal. Um, one of them from, from Butler, Simus Lucas. Oh, man, I'm just going to butcher his name. I'm just, I'm just going to go with Simus for now. And uh, Aziz Bandego, who Aziz was one of those two-time transfer guys that had to sit um, at the beginning of the year. But now, you know, with all the, the stuff that's happened behind the scenes, um, you know, with our politicians and stuff getting involved in, in trying to get guys eligible, um, he's eligible now. And, and, and he's a guy that I think is a difference maker for them. Um, just with his length and his athleticism. So I, I kind of liked the roster coming into the year. And the fact that Jizzle James is, is off to such a, a good start in the Big 12 season is promising for them and, and kind of promising for their, their future going, in, you know, going down the road. But, but Wes Miller, um, you know, he's, he's kind of a guy like, like Grant McCaslin, who's, who's won his mid-major level. And, um, you know, he didn't have awesome first two years at Cincinnati, but did decent. And, um, I think he's he's going to be a recruit better when you know not being in the Big Twelve. So um, I think that's another program that's going to be in the mix every year. Talking with C.J. Moore from the Athletic. Uh, so we talked about Grant McCasland, who spent uh, five years on Scott Drew's staff at Baylor. We've seen uh-huh. so many Baylor assistants go on and and uh, have really good head coaching careers. Jerome Tang at K State, and we've got one right here in Wichita in Paul Mills. Uh, they're scuffling here of late yeah. under Paul Mills. Uh, what's what's your thought on him as uh, the head coach at Wichita State and the job you expect him to do? I, I think Paul's a really bright guy. I just think that um, you've got to be able to recruit and you got to get some players in there. And um, I don't think, you know, coming in kind of, you know, I, I think it's really, really hard to overturn a ro- entirely to overturn a roster. I think what, what, Tang did at K State last year kind of gave people this impression that you can you can flip it in a year, and I think that's really really hard, especially when you need as many players as they needed. And um, you know I just don't think the roster is that good, and and they're going to have to really work these next couple of years to recruit. And and he's done a good job in the portal at Oral Roberts, and you know identified some guys that other players other people didn't see in the high school ranks. And his evaluation and, and being able to recruit these next two or three years is going to be crucial. So it's it's kind of hard to judge them this year, just because um, I think most games in the American they're going to be out man. Like I, I just don't think the the roster is is that great. I, their, their talent's not not awesome. So um, I don't know that I'll judge them much this year. Um, you just kind of want to see that they get better as the year progresses, and maybe try to get some of the younger guys that are in the program. Um, you know, improve those guys, but but it's going to be all about the recruiting these next couple of years for him. We know SMU's on the way out to the ACC. I'm not sure what the future looks like for Memphis. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure that they would love to find an alternative. What's your opinion of the makeup of the American at this point and going into the future? Do you like it as a basketball conference? I think it's okay. You know, it's it's not nearly as good as it was with Houston, and if they lose Memphis, that would really hurt. 
Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Dusty May does at, at Florida Atlantic. I think if, if Florida Atlantic, unless they really take a nosedive this year, like I think he's going to be gone after this year, and we'll see what they do as a as a hire to replace him. Um, but you know, Tulane's had had its moments, and um, you know, you would think at some point Temple might make a re- <laughs> make a rebound, and and Tulsa's had its moments as bad. So there's some schools in there that that have had good basketball tradition so but I, I think you know with Houston it was like clearly the either sixth or seventh best league every year I think now it's down to like the eighth best league every year but it's still in that top eight category where you can top you know top eight time nine where you can maybe get a two to three NCAA tournament bids every year that's what's going to be important like watch the the number of bids in the league each year and if as long as it stays in like that two three four area I think the league's healthy. Now, if they're getting down to where they just have one team making the NCAA tournament, then you start to worry about it. All right. We always appreciate your time and your expertise. We'll uh, talk to you soon, CJ. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. CJ Moore from The Athletic as we talk some college hoops here on the Bob and Jeff Show. Mike Furches joins us. We're going to talk some pop culture. Uh, Hey, Mike. Hey. Good to talk to you guys. That's a, you know, yeah, you like bet. Thing. I'm, I might need to go Saturday night to, to a hockey game. I haven't been in a while. You know, so. it's a, that has a. I'm a, I'm tempted as well to get get out and see a Thunder game. Haven't seen yeah. one since before the uh, pandemic. Been a long time. Not playing been. particularly well right yeah, now. You know, the, they got the winter blues. What can I tell? I'll figure you? it out. Yeah. Did you watch the Golden Globes, Mike? Yeah. Yes, I did. I did check it out for sure. And, uh, they picked the wrong host. Is there such a thing as the right yeah. host anymore? I don't. I don't know if there is or not. You know, one thing I'm watching from these award shows, the Golden Globes, Globes, and then the SAG that's coming out. People need to be listening to us. We're spot on with things that we talk about, and the things that you and I like. They seem to do quite well at the at the box office and in the award shows. So we're, we're not we're not too ignorant son of a guns out there talking. I think we know what we're talking about. I made the comment to my wife the other night, and I think she's kind of bought in. In fact, uh, she was the one who told me, don't forget, we got to watch the Golden Globes tonight. Uh, And I made the comment to her that if I've had any influence over her in her life, uh, it is that she now watches movies and television series that she would never have dreamed of watching uh, before she met me. I'm happy you're happy. This isn't uh, an admonishment on anyone. If my wife said, "Don't forget, we got to watch the Golden Globes tonight," well, we're splitting half. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> you're leaving her. We'll be in court the next day. Mike, your thoughts <laughs> no. on that ridiculous statement? Well, Jeff, I'm sure that Jeff and his wife have things that they enjoy. You and I both enjoy pop culture, movies, <laughs> and we're we both have wives that enjoy the things that we enjoy. And I, you know, maybe there's a lesson there for life. Don't date someone. Don't get married to someone who don't have the same love and passions or at least understanding to accept the things that you like. And now, I look at it differently, way. Mike. I, I would rather date or whatever, marry someone who has completely different interests. I don't need a carbon. And I'm not, this is just my personal preference. Anyone can like and be with whoever they want and, and have their own set of standards. I just rather uh, someone open up uh, different possibilities. And if my wife just loved baseball, I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, what? I, almost, I don't know if I, I would that like almost, that. That's kind of my I, thing. I find that almost comical, Jeff. And the reason is, is if you think that Debbie or my wife 
are carbon copies of myself or Bob. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I, I wouldn't prefer uh, mat, mirroring interests or matched interests. Well, I, I, listen, I absolutely I love it that Debbie loves sports. Now, sometimes she wants to watch sports when I don't, and that becomes a little bit of a, like, uh, tonight she'll want to come home and watch KU Central Florida. I'm not sure how much interest I have in that, but I'll watch it. Might as well. Well, It's important to have things that are different. I, I love sports. My late wife, Mary Jane, she was crazy about sports. My new <laughs> wife, I'm having to teach her what a touchback is in football or how many downs you have. And she's just she's not crazy about it, and I'm okay with that. I get you know two and a half three hours alone watching a football game, and I'm okay with that. She does enjoy. My wife could not name a single Cleveland Guardian uh, after 12 years of marriage. It's insane, but you know it is what it is. I guess. Yeah, I thought of you, Jeff, when I was in uh, up in Ohio last week. I went by a lid store at one of the malls there, and they had their hats for ten dollars, and there was about four or five different kind of Guardian hats. And I almost got one for you, and I thought. That's ten dollars I'd throw away and would never see the benefit of it. So I didn't get. It. I would wear. I, I'm in the market for a new Guardians hat. In fact, I need to uh, find a way to get my hands on one. I actually thought. So let's I actually talk did about getting you one. So anyway, but I didn't. I appreciate the thought. Let's uh, let's talk about what we're looking at in the award shows because one thing I don't like is it is for it to become predictable, and I'm afraid there's certain things that are predictable. And that's that these four shows, which uh, if, if these trends continue, we also have the Emmys coming up here very shortly. Uh, so these two movies, uh, no, these four television shows, I think, I think Oppenheimer is going to sweep everything. I, I just don't, as good as the movies have been, I don't see any other movie that rises to that level where it even potentially could knock off Oppenheimer. Uh, are you in agreement with that? Well, I will say I'm in agreement, but unfortunately so. Because while Oppenheimer is great, I, you know, I've talked about this, I still like the holdovers better. Uh, but Oppenheimer is a great film. And if, if the Golden Globes are any indication, uh, Oppenheimer will win. Uh, Giamatti will win Best Actor. Uh, not, uh, and we'll see what happens from there. Uh, the Emmys are going to be kind of exciting simply because of some of the shows that are doing quite well. But, but again, you and I have talked about anything from Succession to Beef to, you know, we could go on and on there. But I think Oppenheimer yeah, will win Best Picture. But I, I, it's not my favorite picture. But there's a difference, between, I guess, between Best Picture and Favorite Picture. It's, not, it's probably my third favorite picture of the year, but I would also say it's probably the best picture of the year. But there's a difference. That's a good point. And then the three television shows... You know, Ted Lasso is kind of an afterthought now after being such a darling. Uh, I don't see it being a factor. But the three television shows that I expect to do very well at the Emmys, just like they did uh, at the uh, Golden Globes, are Succession, Beef, and The Bear. I, I think those are going to be difficult to knock those three off. And did, did we not nail it last week when we talked about that, that Beef would have probably the best actor and supporting actor, and it won both for television series this this yeah. last week. So yeah, I, I yeah, agree. Those two mainstays. That, that's a you know. Then Je Jeff hasn't seen Beef. I told you I watched a couple episodes and didn't didn't hook him, Mike. What do you, What do you think? 
Well, he Jeff, and again, this isn't a knock on Jeff. He just has different kind of taste. I mean, he talked about music, and Jeff's music is pop culture. In fact, my the movie I'm looking forward to the most, and I don't know if you have any inklings to, or any appreciation for Bob Marley or not, but One Love, the Bob Marley story, One Love, looks tremendous, and that's definitely music, and music is a part of pop culture. So, no doubt, absolutely. I was just, I, I, I just uh, usually divert my interests away from movies and TV, although I did start watching Curb Your Enthusiasm 25 years late, uh, and it's hilarious. I didn't realize it was as episodic as it is, where the, the story kind of continues, but that's beside the point. Uh, so we were talking, Mike, uh, the other day. We did our draft of Best Picture movies since 1990, uh, and it seems like a lot of the more recent ones are not necessarily like flash in the pan, but do you think... And I'm not expecting you to like know all those movies off the top of your head, but is there a movie from the last 10 or 15 years that you expect in the next 10 or 15 years will still be kind of uh, on the the t top of pop culture, if that makes any sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it's something I'd have to think about. I've not put any thought into that at all. Uh, there's a couple that I think that will become somewhat iconic, if you will, Uh and I'd have to put a little bit more thought into it to think of what they are. I don't think there's a lot, but I think there are some. Uh, and and so, some of those things you never know. I mean, how many of the great classics uh, that did not become popular until well after release, things like The Wizard of Oz or things like It's a Wonderful Life, those movies were not successes when they first come out, but they would both be considered at the top of the iconic movies of all time. Gone with the Wind did not do so great. It did fairly well, but no one expected it to be considered by many as one of the best movies ever. And the same could be said of The Godfather. There was a lot of criticism of The Godfather when it first came out, even though it did have some some critical acclaim. So, uh, but there's there's not been as many. It's it's not 1939. I mean, if you think back to 1939, there's a lot of movies from that era that are still considered among the best movies ever made. So. That's a good point. Mike Furches, our guest, as we talk pop culture here on the show. I had a question. I got uh, uh, distracted. Uh-oh. And uh, here we are. <laughs> here we are, me uh, struggling to remember what my question was. What was your – you initially said four TV shows and then knocked nah, it down to three. That's not my question. I know, but was that's there another one that you no, were – that's not helpful to me. I'm not trying to be helpful. I'm trying to uh, – that doesn't, uh, that doesn't jar my memory. Oh, I remember now. Uh, so what, why, Mike, in your opinion, did my wife and I begin to watch Barbie? We made it through half of it, and it was late, and we said, well, I'm, we're getting pretty tired. We're going to go to bed. We'll watch the rest of it tomorrow. That was a week and a half ago, and we have not watched the rest of it tomorrow. Why haven't we watched it? Uh, there's just some movies people like and some people don't like. You and I both like story. Uh, I think that you would agree with that. We like character development. Uh, I'll be honest, Barbie, in my opinion, is the most overrated movie of the year. And uh, I saw it once because I had a theater and took my wife, uh, took my daughter and my uh, son-in-law and grandson to see it. And that was one too many times to see it, in my opinion. I just didn't like it. And uh, it, it's not our... And that's not to say that it's not a worthwhile movie. There's people that obviously love it. It caused the resurgence of Barbie this year. My my job taught me that. Uh, my one time or my one to two month a year job taught me 
Uh, and last year, before the release of the movie, the number one requested toy for little girls uh, was unicorns. It was the first time I ever remembered that happen. This year, back with the landslide, the number one requested toy among the little girls was Barbie dolls. And I think the movie is the reason for that. So it's just it's not the kind of movie that you and or I appreciate. I appreciate good science fiction. I really appreciate good horror. But not that's not everybody's cup of tea. So that's why I would guess that more than likely you and Debbie have not gone back to watch The Rest of Barbie. Nor should you. It just, it just didn't do it. No, and, it's not. And so uh, here's another question for you. And I don't know that you, I, you don't. You do have Max now or not? No, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting Max and a free trial of Peacock here in the next couple of days for different reasons. <laughs> so I don't know even if you've watched Succession, uh, but it has cleaned up for now two or three years, that, and uh, I regard it as is it in the category of The Wire and some of those shows? I don't know. I think time will tell. Yeah. Uh, but it's certainly as good as it gets in the past five years or so. Yeah, I watched all of Secession. Uh, I mean, I do my free trials, and then uh, it was on HBO Max when I had that for a while. Secession, I think, is different because of the cast. Uh, I think I like it better than The Wire, and I really like The Wire. But Secession had a great cast, and uh, I'm not so thrilled with the ending of Secession. But uh, I mean, it was okay, but one of the great characters in the history of television in secession. So yeah, that's my thought about that. So it's definitely a memorable character, the best bad, the best bad guy ever portrayed on screen in a series. In my opinion, even better, even better than Jr. And Jeff probably doesn't know who that is. Wow. And what Jr. Even oh, better than Jr. I'm not an idiot, Mike. Come on. <laughs> um, have you seen the previews for the Book of Clarence? We saw yeah, it uh, one of the movies we went to over Christmas break, and I couldn't exactly figure out what it was, if it was supposed to be funny or not. I've seen it, and, you know, Monty Python did a similar type thing with The Life of Brian that I think was misunderstood by many in the religious community. It was, it was Monty Python. It was never meant to be sacrilegious. I get a sacrilegious feel from from the book of Clarence at this point, from everything I've seen. I've seen about three different trailers, read a little bit about it. I will see it because I think I'm obligated to see it, but I'm not sure if I'm going to like it because it does seem to be taking punches at a religious belief system that, that I adhere to. So I could be wrong, but that's my gut from seeing what's going on with it. And, yeah, and we'll I, see. I think the, I the premise is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, but there's going to be a lot of people of faith, and Christians in particular, that I think are definitely offended. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to be. I expect to be. But I've, I've admitted that I'm wrong about things before. Uh, the Passion of the Christ was really good. The Last Temptation of Christ received a lot of criticism. But it's one of my favorite depictions of Jesus in film. And a lot of people are going to be really upset by me saying that. And uh, so I could be wrong about uh, the Book of Clarence. But I'll give it a shot and see. But right now my gut don't feel good about it. But I've, I've seen I it. I have to sit going- down with my wife and watch the passion of the Christ very soon because uh, that will, uh, she, she's not a fan of me for not having done that already. It's a, uh, it's not entertaining and it's definitely moving. And you remember uh, the West Warren made national news when that movie was out in theaters because someone died of a heart attack during the movie. Wow. I don't know if you remember that. Well, that uh, it was, it was yeah, I don't remember that. Emotional. 
You do remember that's that? That's not Jeff? a selling point for me to watch it. No, it's, it's pretty, pretty brutal. Moving. Yeah, it's very brutal. One of the most brutal movies, if not the most brutal movie I've ever seen. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, have, Mike, it's always it. always our great pleasure. We appreciate you coming on each and every week to talk about uh, pop culture. And we do need to uh, set up a time where either you guys come over here to watch a movie or we go go to a movie. We'll make it happen. Well, let's, let's do it. Jeff, you're invited, too, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick that day. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you. Mike Furches, our guest, talking pop culture. Uh, coming up in hour number two, we have Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News at about 325. We'll catch up on the wheelings and dealings in Major League Baseball. We'll be back. The Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.